The Digested Read with John Grace. To Have and Have Not by Ernest Hemingway. Spring. You know how it is early in the morning in Havana when the bums are asleep and only the real men are still drinking. We'll give you a thousand apiece, said the one who spoke good English. I don't take anything to the states that can talk, I replied. You saying we are linguist lagers? No. I just want you to remember I once had some principles. The three panchos left the bar as a car pulled into the square. A nigger fired a tommy gun from the back, spraying a scree of bullets across the street, and the three panchos fell lifeless. A final stray ram busted off the top of a bottle of whiskey. And I drank the lot. Some nigger. I went down to the quay where the man Johnson, who had chartered the boat, was waiting. We baited up and were soon hooked into a marlin. Must have been a thousand pounds. Johnson struck too soon, lost it. Lost the rod with it. I could have pulled it in one-handed while I nailed some rum. But you get used to schmucks in this business. He never gave me the eight eighty dollars he owed me. I was down to my last forty cents with my wife, Marie, and the girls to feed. Frankie came in with a chink. So it's yellow stuff, I thought. You take twelve Chinese to the mainland, I give you twelve hundred dollars, Mr. Singh said. It's a deal, I replied. I could smell the double cross. Some chink. Mr. Singh sculled the last of them out to the boat and I pulled him on board, took the money, cracked his arms, cracked his neck. It was either kill him or let him kill the other twelve. I took the boat back to the shore and offloaded the chinks. There were no easy choices for the have-nots. Full. I'm shot, said Wesley. You ain't shot nearly as bad as me, said Harry. Why have we slipped into a third-person narrative? Don't go asking no difficult questions, you rummy nigger. He hadn't expected the Cubans to open fire when he was running liquor. The boat was holed, the booze was holed, and he was holed. His arm was hanging by a tendon, but he could still raise a bottle to his lips. Captain Willie's boat is gaining us, and we ain't gonna never make the keys, Wesley gasped. I'm the third most important person in the American administration, and that makes me a have, a man shouted from the oncoming vessel. And you're not fishing. Don't you worry, Harry, said Captain Willie. I'm a have not, and I won't let him take you. You shot niggers ain't no use to any tough have nots, Harry whispered to Wesley. I'll dump the booze, maybe we get it back later. I could use some whiskey. Winter. Albert speaking. What happened to your arm, Harry? The B-Lips lawyer asked. Ain't got no use for arms when I got your hands in my pocket. You want to make some money taking some radicals back home to Cuba? I'm not at all sure about that, I said. You're just another scared conch wasting away on seven dollars a week, Harry growled. You're only here to be the loser.
Harry. I don't want to fool with it, but then what choice have I got? I certainly ain't got no choice about being in a book with endless, pointless voice changes. Just feels like I'm being used, being spat out into three novellas that are passed off as a book. But then I have nots gotta do what I have nots gotta do. Beelips came back. So you're on then. Harry drank a case of whiskey. It was good to be back in the third person. You're a good man and a good husband, Harry Morgan, Marie said. I'd have liked a son. You too much of a man to have a boy. And you may be fat now, old woman, but you still make me hard. Ain't no one harder than you, one arm. Harry laughed, relieved to have awkwardly established he had some inner world beyond drinking, smuggling, drinking, fishing, drinking and killing people. "'What are we doing here?' asked the Lawtons and the Bradleys. "'I guess we're just the haves with louche cameo rolls sneering at the have-nots,' said the Gordons. "'Look at that fat woman. No one could love her.' That woman, with plodding inevitability, was Marie. Shots rang out as the Cubans robbed the bank. Beelips left his guts on the road.' The others ran down to the quay. Get moving, they yelled. The tall one pulled out a shotgun and wasted Albert. What you kill that loser have not for, Harry gasped. It's a symbolic gesture. Harry reached for his machine gun and watched the Cubans' heads explode. He took a drink. A Cuban took a dying breath and blew a hole the size of a fist in Harry's stomach. One man alone got no fucking chance, he groaned. Some of the haves enjoyed themselves in the marina as Harry's body was brought ashore. Some books have it, Marie sobbed, and some books haven't. <laughs>